Your health is important to God. You mean a lot to Him. And now for Live Healthier, Part 3. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Praise God. So happy to have you. I just welcome those of you who are joining us by television or joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or Facebook Live or social media. Delighted to have you. Thank you for tuning in and joining us for service. I would like to share just a little humor. Leroy went to revival one night and the pastor said, he says, anyone with any needs that need to be prayed over, come forward to the altar. And Leroy gets in line, and when it's his turn, the pastor asks, he said, Leroy, what do you want me to pray about for you? And Leroy replies, he said, Pastor, I need you to pray for my hearing. And the pastor put one finger in Leroy's ear. He placed the other hand on top of Leroy's head, and he prayed, and he prayed, and he prayed. And he prayed, and he prayed, and he prayed. And after a few minutes, the pastor removed his hands. He stood back, and he asked Leroy, he said, how is your hearing now? Leroy responded, he said, I don't know, pastor. It's not until next Wednesday. (laughs) Well, we are having so much fun. We are doing a series on... Live healthier, live happier, live inspired, and love more. And so we're on the first part of that, live healthier. And this is actually part three of live healthier, live healthier. Those were just four things that the Holy Spirit dropped into my heart at the beginning of the year. And so we're going to just walk through those things. And so today is the final part. We'll close out today on live healthier, part three. And we've established that God cares deeply about our physical health and our well-being. We are precious to him. He watches over us carefully and affectionately. So God, he cares about every part of our lives. Our physical well-being is very important to him. Our health and our well-being is important to God. You can tell that it's important to God because I want you to know that throughout the scriptures... God always dealt with his people about health. If you look at the original covenant people, God established the Sabbath day so that they can rest. He wanted them to take care of their physical bodies. He didn't want them to run themselves into the ground, be worn out. He didn't want them fatigued. He didn't want them to burn out. He said, no, you're going to rest. And so he actually put it in the commandments that they would rest on the Sabbath day so that they can be refreshed and they could restore and so they could rejuvenate so that they could have some leisure. And so God, if you notice the intent of God, he did that for the health of his people. So it lets us know that God is concerned about our health, our physical health, not just your spirit, not just your mind, but your physical body, your physical health and your well-being. So he gave us a Sabbath 
to rest. And God also shows his care. You can see it even in the dietary laws. He gave his covenant people dietary laws, told them what not to eat. And science today will show that those items that God told his people not to eat, they are unhealthy for the body. Most of them are full of cholesterol or uh, other unclean things, and they're unhealthy for the body. So God just wasn't trying to be religious. He wasn't just trying to give them rituals. No, God cared for their bodies. God cared for the health. He made the body. He knows what's optimum for the body to, so that the body can work at peak and optimum conditions and levels. So God gave them dietary laws. God commanded them to rest. God was all about taking care of his people. He's a shepherd. He was a shepherd. He's taking care of his sheep. We are his sheep. We're the sheep of his pasture. And so he's our shepherd. He takes care of us. He loves us. And so your health is important to God. You mean a lot to him. So I want you to know that God's our physician. God actually set it up. He said, look, I'm your physician. I'm your physician. I care about your well-being. I care about your well-being. I want to keep you well. I'm your physician. I am your physician. I am your physician. Praise God. God's the best doctor. He is the best doctor. He's the best physician because he made us and so he knows how we should operate and function. But I want you to know as a people, I said this before, but I want to repeat it. You are valuable. You are worth it. You deserve to feel your best and to be your best. You deserve to be energetic and enjoy life. You deserve to take care of yourself. We need you well. Your family needs you well so that you can function at your best. You can use your gifts. You can serve others. You deserve it. You deserve it. A lot of people don't take care of themselves because they don't feel like they deserve it or they're worth it or if their life means anything. No, your life is valuable. You're valuable. You're precious to the Lord. We need you well. The world needs your gifts. We need your touch and we need you to be healthy. We need you to be full of energy and vibrant so that you can share your very best with the world. So we need you well. We need you well. We need you well. And so God helps us. We can ask God to help us to discipline ourselves and to do what is good for the body. Let me read this one again. Now, discipline is one of the fruit of the Spirit, you know, so it's called temperance, but that's discipline. It means we have self-control, meaning that we can control ourselves. That's a part of the character of the Spirit that we are born of. So we do have discipline. So never let yourself say, I can't exercise on a regular basis. Never let yourself say that I can't eat healthy. No, don't say that because you have the spirit of discipline on the inside of you and it's part of the Holy Spirit and it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. So discipline is actually born in you by the Spirit of God. You can. You can be temperate in all things. You can control and master the body because you have the spirit of almighty God. And so discipline is the fruit of the spirit. And your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so we are able to glorify God in our body and our spirit, which are God's. And so we're grateful that God lives on the inside of us. And we get to take care of this fine machinery that he has equipped us with that we travel through life in we, we take care of it we're good stewards over it 
because we want to be available for his service and we want to feel good and do good and feel great as we do it. Let me read this verse. We read it last time, but once again, it shares the heart of God. Psalms 105 verse 37 says, Then he let the Israelites out. They carried silver and gold, and all of them were healthy and strong. One translation says, not one was feeble. Another translation says, there was not one weakling among them. Man, you get a picture of the power of God on his people. You get a picture of the power of God when the presence and the power of God's on his people. They were healthy and strong, not just healthy. They were strong. So the power of God and the spirit of God it not only causes you to be healthy, it causes you to be strong. It was said there was not one feeble among them, not one weakling among them. Everybody was strong. Everybody, even the hundred-year-old grandma was strong coming out of Egypt. Man, she was strong. Everybody was strong. Just get a picture of that. Get a picture of that. They were strong. They were strong coming out of Egypt. Well, that was a sign of God's covenant with his people. The sign of God's presence and power with his people. And so we know that that's God's will for us to live healthy and to be strong, to be vibrant, to be full of life, vim, vigor, vitality, energy, and to feel our best to be able to have and enjoy life. Praise God. And so we also said that you get in shape when you hang around God because God will always lead you toward things that promote life and health. He'll always leads you toward things that promote life and health. When you do it God's way, it's health to the body. We covered this scripture. When you do it God's way, it's health to the body and it renews your youth. When you do it God's way, it's health to the body and it renews your youth. Then we talked a little bit about wisdom. The Proverbs, uh, we went through several scriptures in Proverbs and it says get wisdom, get knowledge. And I want you to think about it from, from the standpoint of your physical health. Get wisdom, get knowledge concerning your physical health. Wisdom preserves your life. You find out when you learn about health, when you learn about the body and how to take care of the body, that's wisdom where your physical health is concerned. Wisdom preserves your life. Wisdom is a tree of life. Wisdom adds years to your life, years of abundant, vibrant life. One translation we read said that years of an abundant, vibrant life is in the right hand of wisdom. So when you get wisdom, this is actually my right hand. When you get wisdom in the right hand of wisdom is vibrant life and energy and years are added. That's in the right hand of wisdom. And so God's telling us that if you'll get wisdom concerning how to take care of your body, it'll add years to your life. You'll be youthful. It'll be a life full of vibrancy, productiveness. We also covered a scripture that talked about how wisdom multiplies our days and increases our lifespan. So you get wisdom. Get wisdom. The Bible teaches that the just the just is delivered by knowledge. So get wisdom, get knowledge, get understanding. Well, how do I get it? 
Well, use all the means you can. First, you ask God, God, teach me, show me, talk to me, lead me, guide me. Let me read it. Let me hear about it. Let me talk to the right person. Attend a health seminar, read a health book, go on YouTube, listen to a health video. Wisdom is crying out everywhere on how to take care of the body. Take advantage of it. It's all over social media. It's, wisdom is there. I follow five or six health gurus on social media because I want the wisdom. I want to know. I want to hear. I'm always learning the latest technology and the breakthrough on health. So I follow them to get the wisdom. It's there. It's available. So seek it out. You need to hear it from different places, different sources, because you can always gain a different perspective. It always renews your mind, and it always reinforces your discipline. So even though a lot of the things I may already know, I need to hear it again because I might have slacked off, and hearing it again makes me get back into shape. It makes me get back in line. When you hear it again, it reinvigorates you. It reminds you of why you need to do it and why you do what you do. It gives you a fresh, whole new take on your discipline. So that's why you need to hear it coming from different voices, different places. Hear it, hear it, hear it. It renews the mind and it reinforces your discipline. Get wisdom. Wisdom is crying out. And in the right hand of wisdom, it extends your life. It adds years of life and energy and abundant life to your life. And so God is saying there's wisdom to take care of the body. Get it. That's what the Holy Spirit says. It's there. God will teach you himself, but he also uses you know, all available resources are available to God. So he'll teach it through many ways. I've learned things straight from the Spirit of God, but I've also learned things hearing it in a book, reading it in a book, or hearing it on the audio, or watching it on a video. So you take in that wisdom, and that wisdom will promote long life, abundant life. So knowledge helps us to facilitate change. Well, in one of our sessions, we shared some self-care tips. I didn't get a chance to finish, so I just want to finish giving out some self-care tips. We said that you should aim for seven to eight hours of sleep. Sleep is your superpower. Without sleep, there's no energy, vibrancy, or clarity of thought. You can't perform well. We also said you should spend time in nature. We also said that you should say no. Don't overcommit yourself. Say no. Learn to say no. Everybody just say no. No. Say no. You got to learn to say no. You can't do everything. You can't help everybody. You can't please everybody. You have to learn to say no. I am not coming to that meeting. Thank you. Y'all, we just have to say no. No, I'm sorry. I won't be going to that event. I just won't be going. I'm sorry. You have to learn to say no. You can't overcommit yourself trying to do everything for everybody, and you end up wearing yourself out. So you have to learn to say no. Also, we talked about just taking a deep breath. It's so important to breathe. Breathing fresh air is powerful to the body. And a lot of people take shallow breaths, and they run inside real quick. So no, you have to stand outside and breathe. Breathe in deep. Breathe in, inhale through your nostrils, breathe it out through your mouth, inhale, hold it for a second, release it slowly. You'd be surprised how that oxygenates the body, relieves tension and stress, and it's powerful, powerful for your lungs. We've talked about sleeping in, relaxing, resting, doing other things to remove tension like getting a massage, getting in the hot tub, going to a spa, taking a hot bath, little things that you can do, little practical ways to take care of yourself. We talked about doing something fun. We said when we embrace childlike wonder and let ourselves be whimsical, we can feel lighter, more energized, and more inspired, Dr. Mark Hyman said. 
Also, here's some other tips. Read your Bible and pray. That does wonderful things, not only for your spirit, but it does some things for your mindset. It does some things for your attitude. It does some things for your belief system and your faith. You'd be surprised of how much of your physical health is related to your belief system. There was a study done, and in this study, they asked people to rate their physical health. So they had a scale of one to five, and they asked people to rate their physical health. And what they found is that the people who rated their physical health as excellent lived five years longer than people who rated their physical health as poor, even if the people had the same level of health. But because one group just rated their health, they had an outlook on their life that I have excellent health. They could have been sick as a dog. But they believed and had the optimism and the faith. They said, I have excellent health. Those people could have been just as sick as the people who said they had poor health, but those people lived five years longer simply because they had a positive outlook, a faith, a belief system. And so that's why when you read your Bible, when you pray, that renews your mind, it energizes and feeds your spirit and your faith and so forth. And you have a positive outlook. You start looking at things the way God looks at things. You talk differently. You believe differently. You think differently. That extends your life. That makes you healthier what you believe. If a doctor tells a person that they're going to die in six months, if that person receives that and believes that the body will begin to die, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The body will begin to shut down because it believes exactly what that doctor just told them. But if that same doctor was said that there's a good chance your body is having trouble, but if you do these things, you might can beat it. You can overcome it. There's always power. You know, if a doctor talked to you that way, the body would respond differently. Your body responds to your belief system. It responds to what you think what you believe and it is scientifically proven that it affects your physical health what you believe so that's why it's so important to spend time in the bible and in prayer because that forms your belief system you begin to believe and talk like god you believe in god you trust god you take his word over anybody else's that affects your physical health so read your bible and pray here's another tip exercise exercise Even if it's nothing but just walking 30 minutes a day, just walking 30 minutes a day most days of the week, some of the things that does, that improves your heart health, it boosts your immunity, helps with weight loss, speeds up digestion, helps you with sugar cravings, Um, it can lower blood pressure, it can increase your lung capacity, it improves mood, makes you feel good. It gets the oxygen flowing and the blood pumping. It sparks your creativity. You can pray while you walk. You pray and walk. You pray. When I walk through my neighborhood, I find it a great time to pray for my neighbors. And I can talk to the Lord. And so you can pray and walk. And so you're exercising and walk. Walking is powerful. You notice that Jesus, when he healed people, first thing he told them is to take up your bed and walk. <laughs> take up your bed and walk. Jesus believed in walking. He take up your bed and walk. Jesus told people to walk. In other words, he was saying, get up and get moving. You've been laying here long enough. Get up and get moving. Walking is powerful. Walking is powerful. So that was a command that came straight from Jesus. Take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Jesus gave that all the time. Start walking. Start walking. And so 
So walking is powerful. Walking is powerful. That was one group of people. They were healed as they were walking away. I don't know if the healing came from Jesus or if it came from them walking. (laughs) Maybe they just needed to walk. (laughs) But walking has great benefits for the body. Just walking, walking. It sparks your creativity. It improves your coordination and your balance. Strengthens your bones and your muscles, reduces your stress levels, and increases your energy. It can improve the quality of your sleep, gives your mind space to wonder, gives us a little time to be away from our screens. It helps your brain health, and it prevents so many conditions of disease. So walking is powerful. So If you don't do anything else, try to walk 30 minutes most days of the week. It's powerful. But the main thing is to get yourself moving. Get yourself moving. Have fun, but move. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You go outside, and my wife was just telling me that she wants to get a new trampoline. That's a different form of exercise. Jumping on a trampoline, that's actually called rebounding. has wonderful benefits for the body to rebound. So you could do different things. So whatever floats your boat. For me, it's basketball. You give me a basketball on a sunny day and I'll whoop anybody. (laughs) Honestly, I don't do it to beat people. I do it for the exercise. I just happen to beat people while I'm exercising, but I'm really exercising. I'm not really doing it to whip people. They just get beat in the process, but that's not my intention. I'm really there to exercise. I'm there to work out, work up a sweat. So you have to find where it floats your boat. It could be cycling, tennis, volleyball, kickball, dodgeball, just play with a ball. <laughs> the key is to get moving. The key is to get moving, get outside, get outside and have fun. You can jump rope or whatever. Here are a few other tips to take care of yourself. You could try journaling, spend time with loved ones, share joy with friends, get a dog, listen to happy music, look at pretty art. These are just ways to decompress. These are ways to clear the mind. These are ways just make you feel good. Drink lots of water. You want to drink at least 64 ounces of water. That's a bare minimum, 64 ounces of water. In the wintertime, you don't have to have as much as you need in the hot weather. In the summer, you need a lot more in the summer. But you want to drink at least 64 ounces of water. That refreshes you. SpongeBob said this, always be hydrating. Always be hydrating. <laughs> But it's good for your joints, keeps your joints working and functioning. It flushes toxins from the body. It just clears your skin, clears all your organs, detoxifies the body. If you think about it, if you stand in front of a mirror and just breathe, you'll see that that mirror will fog up. That's because moisture is in your breath. Just from breathing all day, you're losing I've read some reports where you're losing 10 glasses of water a day just from breathing. So we're constantly losing water, and that's why you have to hydrate. You have to hydrate. Drinking water lowers the blood pressure and so many wonderful things. The body needs water for every function. Your colon needs water. Your body needs water for digestion. All your body needs water. It needs water to function and to work. So drink lots of water. Not Kool-Aid, I said water. Not lemonade, I said water. Not iced tea, I said water. Not diet soda, I said water. 
How they fool people with all the diet drinks. No, drink water. Drink water. Clear the body. Hydrate the body. Cleanse the bloodstream. Cleanse all your organs. Hydrate the body. So you feel good. There have been times where I've had a little congestion, and I found that I just drink a couple of glasses of water. Sometimes put a little lemon in it. Completely clears the congestion up. It did nothing but added water. So sometimes you may have a little sinus trouble or congestion simply because you're not drinking enough water. You don't have any water in the body. You'd be surprised how different you feel after drinking a couple of glasses of water. If you feel a little tired, feel a little worn out, try drinking a couple of glasses of water. It refreshes, it hydrates the body. The body needs water. The body needs water. The body needs sunlight. I read a quote somewhere that says, you are nothing but a plant with complicated emotions. You need water and sunlight. (laughs) You are nothing but a plant with complicated emotions. You need water and you need sunlight. You need water and you need sunlight. You need water and you need sunlight. Um, You remember, those are two of God's eight doctors. Two of God's eight doctors. Water, sunlight, fresh air, exercise, rest, love, nutritious diet, and laughter. Those are God's eight doctors. Those are God's eight doctors. You incorporate those things in your life. Here's another tip. Eat a nutrient-rich diet. Eat a nutrient-rich diet. Dr. Mark Hyman, he said this. He said, what you put at the end of your fork is more powerful medicine than anything you will find at the bottom of a pill bottle. What you put at the end of your fork is more powerful medicine than anything you will find at the bottom of a pill bottle. Eat a nutrient-rich diet. You want to eat the rainbow. Eat the rainbow. Everybody say, eat the rainbow. Eat the rainbow. That means plenty of colorful vegetables. Plenty of colorful vegetables because those vegetables are full of phytonutrients. Each color represents a different nutrient. So that's why you have yellow vegetables. That's why you have red vegetables, green vegetables, all those purple vegetables, all those different colors. The colors represent different nutrients that the body needs. And God put it in a rainbow spectrum. So the reds give you certain things. The yellows give you certain things. The greens give you certain things. Each color of the rainbow that's in vegetables and that wonderful spectrum of colors are different nutrients. I read a study that said there are 25,000 compounds, chemical compounds in vegetables that benefit the body. 25,000 compounds, chemical compounds found in vegetables that benefit the body. God is awesome. God is amazing. He's locked in rich, wonderful, healing power in what he created in nature. A.V., if you could put that picture on the screen of the vegetables. Now, that picture that you're looking at, that's at my mother's house. That's at my mother's house. And I try to prepare this for her every chance I can get as often as I can. But this is what I prepare for my mom. Those are carrots, celery, parsley, spinach, kale, beets, apple, ginger. And I'll juice it all up and I'll get her to drink it and I'll give her another glass and I'll make her enough for the whole week. But I try to put as much life as I can 
because that's God's healing power. And she's told me several times, she said, this is what is keeping me strong. This is what is keeping me going. This is what is giving me life. And Pastor Nathaniel has her riding her bicycle at 87 years old. She rides her bike. She exercises. She's happy. But you have to make a conscious effort to eat good things. Nobody is strapping you down on a chair and tying you up and force-feeding junk into your body. We get to choose what we eat. Nobody controls what goes into your mouth but you, and you have to make the decision and the choice. Do I want to put some high-quality, nutrient-rich food in my body, or do I just want to put some junk in there just to satisfy a craving or appetite? So we make a decision. Do I want to eat life or death? I thought about this, and I'm closing out, but I thought about this in the Scriptures. You know, the Bible talks a lot about your mouth, and most often we teach that it's referring to your words, and it is. But just for a moment, I want you to act like it's pertaining to the food that you put in your mouth. Listen to this, Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Just pretend for a moment he's talking about your food, your diet. Listen to this one, Proverbs ten eleven: The mouth... <laughs> of a righteous man is a well of life. Think about that for a moment. Listen to this one, Proverbs 15, 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. I know it's referring to words. I understand that. But I want you to look at it from the framework of what you put in your mouth as a diet. Listen to this one, Proverbs 16, 23. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Heart of the wise teaches his mouth. So just pretend for a moment that God is talking about diet in those scriptures. But that's pretty much all I wanted to say about your health. If you think about Daniel, Daniel ate vegetables. That was his diet. And he was stronger. He was healthier than everyone else who ate the king's normal diet. Daniel said, I don't want that diet. I want vegetables and I want water. And they didn't want to do it. Daniel said, you just test me, prove me. He said, do it for 10 days. Give me vegetables and water and you come back and examine me in 10 days. They did it. They found him healthier. They found him smarter and stronger. He looked better. He was healthier than everyone else who was eating the king's stuff. And they decided to leave Daniel alone. Daniel chose, he disciplined himself in the area of his diet. He was smarter and better and healthier than everyone else. But that's where we get the Daniel diet from, the book of Daniel. Daniel chose to eat vegetables. He ate God's spectrum of nutrients, vitality, and he wanted water. And that's all Daniel had. He was doing 42. (laughs) He was doing 42. (laughs) Think about this scripture. He satisfies our mouth with good things. So that our youth is renewed as the eagles. Psalms 103. Think about that scripture. Praise God. I'm going to stop right there. I was going to talk about some foods. I was going to talk about healthy fats. I was going to give you a little bit about what's in certain fruits and vegetables. I was going to. Well, I tell you, I give you some healthy fats. Would you all like some healthy fats? Yeah. All right. Somebody said they want unhealthy fats. No, I'm going to give you healthy fats. Healthy fats. Healthy fats. (laughs) Here are a few healthy fats. Nuts. Seeds. Avocado, fish, this cold water fatty fish that's rich in omega-3s, those are healthy fats. Nuts, seeds, avocado, fish that's rich in omega-3s, olive oil, those are healthy fats. So those are healthy fats. 
And uh, blueberries, I'll tell you a little bit about blueberries. Blueberries are packed with antioxidants. They support digestion. They provide energy and fiber. They support brain, mental health. You can prevent memory loss and Alzheimer's. Blueberries are powerful for the brain. Blueberries are powerful antioxidants. All of these fruits and vegetables, man, they prevent cancer and heart disease and all of the ills of life. They are powerful. Remember I said 25,000 chemical compounds that are found in fruits and vegetables that benefit the health and the vitality, the energy of the body. God in all of his infinite wisdom locked it in our food. He tells us how to eat and how to take care of the body so that we can live long, healthy, and vibrant lives. Praise God. I'm going to stop right there. I've had so much fun. I pray that you enjoyed this little series on live healthier, live healthier. Give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen, 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 amen. Those of you who are watching us by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this series in its entirety, absolutely free of charge. Live Healthier, part one, two, and three. You can also email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part three of the series titled Live Healthier by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7900. That's 7900. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7900 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to iwanttogive.com. That's iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the word.